Welcome to Elevate Life Church. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy another elevated message. Here's Senior Pastor Sergio Lamone. got a very special time for you this morning. Uh, it's Mission Sunday and we're going to testify about all that God has done uh, this past week. Many of you know we sent out a team of 16 people from right here in South Sacramento. We met up with another group from Santa Cruz, California, our good friends at Freedom House Church with Pastor Robert and Wendy Burbat. And we went to Pastor Kirk and Indira's church, many of you know, in Trinidad and Tobago, the Apostles' Ministry. And our mission was twofold. It was to go into the public schools and, and bring the gospel to kids in predominantly Hindu and Muslim communities and preach Jesus to them. And, and that's what we did. And, and then we also, in the evenings, were uh, doing a deliverance conference for the people there in that church. I was there in August and I wasn't even preaching on deliverance, but as we gave the altar call, man, people started coming forward and uh, they were going through deliverance. Demons were coming out of people. And I thought, my Lord, this church is ready to experience another level of freedom. And so the Lord laid it on my heart to invite my friend, Pastor Robert Burbat, who he'll be with us in a few weeks to also speak on deliverance here. For those of you that still don't have a firm grasp that the Lord Jesus still casts out devils today. Amen. He still breaks chains over our lives and addictions. And even as a Christian, just because you gave your life to Jesus doesn't mean you're all the way free. Uh, it means you, you, you can be free. And, and that's a whole other thing, but we, we saw amazing, amazing things uh, on the mission field there. And, uh, and so we want to kind of recap a little bit about that today. I'm going to have the team come in just a minute. But I want to share with you a quick scripture, Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 20. I'll just read it to you. It says, and Jesus came and spoke to them. Who did he come speaking to? His disciples. This is right before he ascended into heaven. And he said this, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And everybody knows that the last words of somebody carry weight. When somebody's giving you their last words, 
uh, and these are Jesus' last words to the church, to us, is that you and I would go into all the world and preach the gospel. It is something that Jesus also alluded to when he said the, har- the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And so he said, therefore, pray for harvesters, pray for laborers to rise up. And this church, our vision is to love God and lift others. But we also believe in taking that from the neighborhood to the nations. And I'm always asked by other pastors, they always say, why, are you, why do you always take teams? Why do you guys do missions? Why do you guys do that? We have people in our own communities that need Jesus. So why are you going overseas and doing those things? I say, well, two reasons. Number one, because Jesus said to. Jesus said to. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Number two, the second reason is because it's not either or. It's not reach your community and then you don't have to go to the nations. It's both. And so everything we do here as a church overseas, we do right here in our own community. You know, over this last 30 days here, we uh, had outreaches. We had over 1,400 people here on the campus for our Easter outreach. We saw um, uh, hundreds of kids in the video I'm about to show you in a little bit. You'll see what I'm talking about. But the Great Commission is not either or, it's both. And all we have to do is do our part. You may not be able to go on every trip, but you can go on a trip. Amen? You may not be able to do, you know, go into every country, but you can go into a country. And we believe that here. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 also says this. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. So this word was also given to the early church that you don't you go into your community, Jerusalem. You go into Judea and Samaria. Hey, let's call that California, America. But then you also go into all the ends of the earth. And that's what we're doing here at this church. Those of you that financially give to this house, everything that was done last week goes into your account spiritually as well. Because we could not do any of that without the giving family here. And the last scripture I want to share with you is Acts chapter 13, 47. It says, for so the Lord has commanded us, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. It is our job as believers to shed the light of the gospel everywhere we go. And when God sends us to another nation, we do the same. And we had a powerful, powerful time. We saw so many testimonies, miracles. As I said, we weren't going into Christian schools. We were going into public schools, schools where the predominant religions are Hindu and Muslim. Muslim being very anti-Christianity, even, even to the place of violence. And Hinduism as well. They do not tolerate the gospel or allow that to be shared. But for whatever reason, these principles allowed us to come in. And I tell you what, by, when we were leaving the school, they were thanking us for sharing this loving message to their kids. I want uh, Pastor Willard to come right now. Pastor Willard, uh, just God used him in such amazing ways on this trip. There were people that were healed and delivered and so many other things. Tell them about your experience. You know, when he says, when he says uh, anything for the gospel, I remember, I think it was it 2019 we went to Trinidad the last time. And he had me up there doing the chicken dance with the hat, with everything. And I was like, please, Lord, not this trip. Thank God he did it. we didn't bring out the chicken dance. But, uh, man, was this not a special trip. Uh, this trip was definitely one 
uh, one of my favorites uh, in particular because I remember at our at our Airbnb we had we had um, we stayed in the same Airbnb and they have this long row of steps and then there's these other couple like four steps and I remember those steps specifically because in 2019 when they got wet and I hit them I decided to go right down with them and bounce down the steps but I got back up and I remember I was talking to God because I was sitting there and I was looking at where I was and and, and seeing these skits they get me every time too because I've been in chains. I've been in bondage. I've been in slavery. And I remember I stood there and I said, God, I said, I love it. This is great. I'm in the Caribbean. I don't know what I'm doing here. You're using me. And all I did was say yes. But I said, God, if my family can't experience this too, I don't want it. I said, God, I want my family to come on this trip with me. They need to experience it. So one of my, my, my blessings that I got was I got to have my mom on this trip with me. And so, yeah. Um, and uh, it was so amazing because Pastor Robert was doing deliverance, and you talk about the power of God showing up in the room. Everybody's shaking to the floor, and then things are happening. But I do know this. I do know that I can't, I, I can't disciple everybody all the way. All I can do is get them to a certain point, and then they encounter God. And I've been doing that. So not only with my mom, but with Diego, Lizette, um, my man Lil Dell. Let's give it up for Lil Dell right here. Did I forget anybody else? We had Diego, we had Lizette, we had Little Dale, and I believe that was the last, the last one. But watching them crack open, um, it, it, was ma- it made my sacrifice as a youth pastor worth it, right? Because it's my prayer that God, even if I just get a hold of, if you get a hold of one of them, that makes it worth it. So I got to watch Diego, Little Dale, pray for people, people breaking down this whole trip, guys. And so um, that was the biggest, biggest blessings to me. But then also we had some crazy encounters. I mean, we, I can sit up here and talk to you all day about uh, one of the things that I got delivered from was demons. And, and, I, and I got tortured and I got suffered. But I told the devil one day, I told him this. I said, you let the wrong one get away because now I'm coming for you. And. Pastor Sergio knows this, but one of my heart's desires is to set people free from demons. And so uh, just for my personal experience, I was always sitting front row right in the service and Pastor Robert's preaching. And, you know, when the man of God tells you to do something, you just get up and go. You don't question it. You just go. He said, Pastor Willard, come here. And then he goes, you pray for him. And he was he was displaying the power of God and how the anointing transfers. And he had called his team up and he was praying for him and the power of God was hitting him and he calls me up and then I get up there and he goes, now you go. And I just went over there and I mean, people are five feet away from me and the power of God's just dropping them and they're coming and I'm putting hands on them. So that was another level uh, in my experience and for some of the things that um, I did and I experienced with Pastor Robert and his team. Uh, but one of the, 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 I would say eye opener, I have prayed for people. We have been overseas. I have had de- demons talk to me in prayer lines. Um, I have had healings happen to where people would come running up to us after a service, and he's like, Pastor Sergio's like, I ain't touching it. You pray for it. He didn't say it literally, but he's like, no, you go ahead. Right? So we've prayed for people with legs from the knee down, full bloodshot red, and we've heard the testimonies come back the next day, and boom, the doctor cleared them. Nothing wrong. Right? But this time, yeah. These things happen, right? When you say yes, they happen. Uh, but this trip... Um, Selena, Selena was doing the skit like you guys seen, and 
while she was pulling one of the chains in one of the services, the chain caught her thumb and ripped her thumb completely out of socket. So her thumb, according to her, was hanging like off of her hand, basically. She didn't know if she broke it. She didn't know if she dislocated it. She didn't know nothing. And like a trooper that Selena is, she didn't say nothing, right? Number one rule on our trip is no complaining. And she sat through the next service, the next deliverance service. And then she waited at the end of the service. And she went up to Pastor Sergio and she said, hey, look at my hand. And it's just dangling, right? And he goes, well, we better get a nurse or get you to the doctor. So they found a nurse in the church. The church wrapped her hand up, I think, with some ace bandage and a, and a popsicle stick and kept her thumb straight. And so before they left to the ER, Pastor Sergio comes and find me and we're praying for people. And he goes, I need you to go pray for Selena. And when the man of God tells you to do something, you just go. Right. And so that's what I did. So I said, all right. And so I walked up there and I walked into the room where we had been settled. And I said, Selena, come here. We're going to pray for your hand. She puts her hand and I got it and I'm, I'm praying over it and I'm praying over her hand and I'm just touching it. And as I laid my hand on where her thumb was, where everything uh, was dangling and dislocated and things like that. I just prayed for it, and while I was praying, you guys, God, as my witness, her hand went snap. Oh, you guys are looking at me crazy. Her hand, literally, it sounded like if you were to pop, that's the only way I could explain it. If you were to pop your knuckle, I wish I could do it. I've been telling, showing people the testimony, so I can't do it right now. But literally, that is how it sounded. And as I'm praying, like I said, we've prayed for people. The testimony, I've never had a bone snap back into place in front of my eyes. And it did with Selena. We looked at each other. It's like, did you hear that? She goes, yeah. I said, all right, well, let's go. Amen. Done. So then they went back to the hospital right after that. And it was, it was all God because they went to the hospital. And then the x-rays basically gave proof that God just healed her because they came back. Nothing was broken. Her finger was fine. And so, I mean, my God, God used us in, in such amazing ways, and that was just one of the miracles, but it's always a blessing. And, and it's so simple, guys. All you got to do is say yes. That's it. 2019, I said yes, and God, I want my family too. And he said, okay, we'll just keep saying yes. And I keep saying yes, and that's all it takes. It's that simple. So thank you again. I want his mom, Jackie, to come. She just celebrated a year of sobriety, and, and she's clean. I guess this was kind of her way of celebrating that by going on a missions trip. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for the, to the church and to the pastors here and my son for pushing me to uh, get clean and sober. If it wasn't for him not talk, quit talking to me, I would have never done it. Um, it was amazing. This trip was amazing. It took me up another level. Seeing the happiness that the kids were feeling. They were so happy that we were there, and um, they received us so well. Uh, Pastor Babette's team was amazing. I was also delivered from some unforgiveness that I was harboring for a couple of abortions that I had, which I actually murdered two kids, you know. And so I was um, being, re being delivered from that on the ground, just a burning, a burning inside of me. And then um, when it was released, it was gone away. So, you know, it's, um, if you're holding on to harboring feelings and receiving, when, if Pastor Brevet comes, they're just amazing. But I just want to thank you again, Pastor. Thank you.
So, as I said, in the days we were in the schools and in the evening, we were doing a deliverance conference. And one of the things that Pastor Robert told our team and everybody on the team, he said, hey, listen, I know y'all are here to minister, but if you need to get free from something while I'm in these sessions, please don't let pride hold you back and think, well, I'm not going to go up there. You know, I'm here to minister. He said, y'all just come up. And I was so proud of our team. Every, if they felt something they needed prayer for, they didn't care what anybody thought. They just came up and said, God, go ahead and um, do what you need to do. And it was, it was powerful to see that happen. I want Anthony to come right now and, and share. This is Anthony, I think his third trip with me. Yeah. <laughs> Second time to Trinidad. He was with us when we went last August. All right, yeah, this was um, my man, Anthony. This was, this was an awesome trip. Um, this has been, I think, four trips so far, and this really impacted me. Um, I'm just uh, very thankful that to be around the saints of God and just to be from a year ago to, to hear what God has done and Pastor Sergio and um, Pastor Willard. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, just being around them, just receiving what they have to offer, just all my brothers and sisters of God. Just, but so I went there, and and um, and before going, the Lord put on me uh, freedom, freedom. Just kept getting freedom and chains, and and we just happened to go with Freedom House. So, but just all the messages and all the scriptures reading, just confirming a lot, and and um, and then the first time, you know, I, I, a little bit of pride stepped in, and I said, oh, you know. I'm on a mission trip, so I'm not supposed to be going up for, for prayer. But I said, you know, Lord, I'm going to humble myself and, 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 uh, and not care about what anybody else thinks and um, create my own, my own altar, like Pastor Robert was saying, create your own altar. And I meant when he was up there preaching, I wanted to run up there and just get the blessing. But I said, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit right here and, and um, just, just be patient. So when he was, he was speaking, um, he was talking about unforgiveness. You know, there's someone that I thought I'd forgiven, but, you know, I guess sometimes we grab hold of these things that just, the devil will try to pull these things back at you, and, and he said, um, he started talking about unforgiveness, he goes, and he, he started to walk away, and then he says, hold on, some people just got a vision of who they need to forgive, and about, you know, right before that, I seen a picture of this person, I seen their face, so I was like, Lord, I... so, and then he said, hey, come up here, if you got this, so I came up there, and I think a bunch of us that went to serve, we all received. I mean, we were there to serve, but but just saying yes, like Pastor Willard said, we received. And oh, man, it, it just it was it was life changing. Just the scriptures and the, everything was just like whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just that's all I said the whole time he was preaching. Just whoa, whoa. I mean, just and I want to challenge all you. I want to speak on you guys that you will be going to these mission trips. That the Lord's going to speak on your hearts. Lord is going to touch your hearts to go spread the gospel. I mean, don't miss God. Like Pastor Sergio says, don't miss God. We make excuses for why we don't go. I know it's easier for some people. I'm retired, so I can go. I'm, I'm going to go wherever God leads me. I don't care if I'm broke. I'm just, I'm just going to keep going and just press forward. We, we're, we're on this walk. You know, it's not a walk. It's a, I'm running towards God. It's not a walk. You know, you got to chase God. You got to chase God. Just seek him and just um, discipleship. Be under discipleship. Surrender. Surrender. Don't do it your way because you can't. You'll fail. Right? And, you know, I've seen mountains move. I've seen Jackie. I've seen mountains move. I've seen mountains move in my life, and they can move for everyone. You just have to say yes and have faith. And just, just man, just 
just keep pressing, just keep fighting the good fight, and just uh, God's good. That's moving. God's doing amazing things. But I just I'm thankful that. Praise God! Give it up for him. He's fired up. He's ready to preach right there. He just wanted to turn it off on him right there. Sorry, man. Really, though, it was so impactful, as we always say, when we go on these trips, it's not about us. We're not going on these trips for us, but we always come back with something. And uh, I, want, I want to bring up Dale and Little Dale right now. Uh, they were such a blessing on this trip. And uh, just, you know, on these trips, we, you know, I tell the team, you got to be ready. And we were doing an outreach in the community there of Longdenville. It's kind of like their, their South Sacramento. Come on. Uh, it's kind of rough area. And we went out that night and we put on this outreach. And I had um, uh, one of our guys, J-Wave. Many of you know J-Wave. He was going to do a song. And the song, he couldn't find his track. So I was trying to stall, you know. And he was taking long. I mean, he was gone for like 10, 15 minutes. I thought the brother went home. I said... Should have just said you didn't want to sing, you know, just disappear. But he was trying to get his music. And so I was stalling. And so the crowd was starting to like leave. And so I had to do something. And so I pulled uh, Dell over because I remembered that in this church, they had a professional uh, competitive eater in their church. How many guys know what that is? If you've ever, if you've ever watched like the hot dog eating contests on uh, 4th of July, those are competitive eaters. You know, they, they compete in who can eat the most. And so I remembered they had a guy in their church, uh, they call him baby Hulk. Uh, and he's a big old guy and he holds the championship for uh, pizzas and for watermelon and for doubles, which is like their national food. There's doubles. And so I remembered he was in the church. So I'm like, we got to think, we got to do something. So I pull up Dell, and Dell just comes like, what's up? What do you want? And I go, this is our champion competitive eater from Elevate Life Church. And we challenge you. And I put this challenge out. And, and so the crowd starts chanting this guy's name. He's in the church. He comes out. And we make this challenge, right? I didn't think that Dell stood a chance. I was just trying to stall. But how many of you know Dell beat this fool over there? He beat him. I, I, didn't, I didn't expect him to. I was like, no, because as soon as Dell won, the entire crowd just went quiet. <laughs> They were shocked. They couldn't believe that their champion lost. And I felt so bad for this guy. He literally has championship trophies. And um, I just brought this dude from South Sac, Del Paso Heights to be exact. And he takes the title from the guy. I, it was the anointing, though. It was the Holy Spirit, you know. So tell him a little bit about your experience. All right, all right. <laughs> Them doubles was good, y'all. They was good. They was good. I ain't gonna lie. That was my first time having them. But uh, man, the, the trip was dope. Man, it was it was a good experience um, to be doing it with my son next to me as well. You know what I mean? Um, God was moving, you guys. God was moving. We went into the schools and uh, we were praying for the kids and doing little skits for them and stuff. But just to see like the kids coming for prayer, you know. And we did this prayer line and we're laying hands on them and. Like the kids are just weeping, you know what I mean? They're, they're coming in line and, and I glance over, I get to see my son praying 
and it, it hits different, y'all. It, it's a different hit, you know, doing this type of stuff, you know, with your, with your child with you. You know, I didn't have that growing up. You know, my father, he wasn't in the church or nothing, but to really break generational curses, you know, and, and cycles, man, you know, God is good. You know, he's a, he's a faithful God. Um, but yeah, man, we went into the schools, man, and we were laying hands and, and God was moving and we were out there for deliverance and I ended up getting delivered from some, from some things as well. Um, was pray- and my son did too, my son did too. Um, we're praying, man, and we went up there and, and, and I kept feeling the Holy Spirit like nudging me to go. And I, I, was, I was like, nah, nah, and the Spirit was like, no, you need to go. And I'm like, nah, nah, and I finally was obedient, you know, because I, I, I wanted it, you know, I, I wanted it. And went up there, man, and, and, and fell down, and I ain't just the one to be falling, y'all, you know what I mean? But uh, the Holy Spirit moved, man, and, and knocked me down, and, and, and Brother Ryan, he was praying over me, and my stomach was hurting, it was tight, and, and I had a button up on, but it was, my button up was down here, and my throat was just super tight, like, it, like something was holding onto my throat. And I'm on the ground on my back, and I'm, and I'm just crying out, and my eyes are closed, but I'm grabbing my shirt, because I thought my shirt was choking me, you know? But um, Brother Ryan was just, he kept demanding things to leave, and, and, and when it broke loose, man, it, I just turned over and spit up, and, and my th- throat was loose. You know, um, yeah, praise God, praise God, praise God. You know, it, we went out there, you know, to, to be the hands and feet of God, you know, for, for them, you know. And in the midst of that, you know, God gave us some things as well. He worked on us as well. So I want to encourage you guys, man, to, to man, go on a trip, man. You know, have a heart, have a yes heart. You know, we were doing worship, y'all. The worship out there... It's crazy, y'all. Like for real. Like the when I tell y'all the whole church was worshiping, everybody was at the altar. We was doing like a worship line all the way through the churches, up through the chairs and everything. But um, when I was at the altar, man, God gave me a vision, and I was just blown away. You guys, like I was praying in the Holy Spirit, and we were laying hands, and people were getting delivered, and we were just rejoicing in the Lord. And I, I'm just glancing around, and we worship. Probably like an hour and a half, almost two hours or something. It was, it was a long one, but it was good. And I, the vision God gave me, it was, this is what it's going to look like in heaven. You know, different type of people. Everybody just rejoicing in the Lord, man. Um, but, you know, God is good, man. And I still want to say some stuff. <laughs> so on our first day when we got there, I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I thought I wasn't going to be able to pray right. And I was just going to be huddled up with my dad the whole time. But then... <laughs> the second day, we went to our first school. Pastor called me on to do the dance competition. I got even more scared. I don't know how to dance. <laughs> and I did it. I got it done. And I, I was just relieved that I was finished. And I just stand on the side and started praying for others. And when we did our prayer line, like a lot of people just came to my line. I didn't know what was going on. I was, I was scared. And... I wasn't really good at praying in the Holy Spirit, and more people came in, and I was just praying more and more and more, and the Holy Spirit just came to me like it just started coming out. I didn't even try it. It just came out. And when I first went to church, on the first time we did deliverance, I was with my dad. I got prayed for. But when I was with my dad, I was just, like, leaning forward and stuff. I was, like, about to fall over. 
and my chest was just tight. I couldn't breathe a lot. I was about to, it felt like I needed some water. I was nauseous. And I asked my dad if he can come to the, come to the altar with me just so we can pray. And when I got prayed over, I fell down. I didn't even know what was happening. I couldn't feel my legs, my arms, or my chest. I got prayed over for like 10, 15 minutes. And I just started crying. And after when I was done, my chest was loose and I just started worshiping the God, God more. And it just touched my heart. That's the thing. You there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we literally had three generations on this trip. Uh, our youngest being uh, little Dale, 11 years old. But our oldest being 71. Come on, tell your neighbor, no excuses, y'all. Come on. And we also had some other uh, mother-daughter teams with us. And one of them was Ruby and Cyndia. Come on down, guys. She's coming on this side. These two, uh, as I said, Cyndia, 71 years old. And can I tell you something else? Never been on a plane until this trip. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. No excuses. And she was willing to get on the plane to do the gospel. And both of them, many of you know Eddie Cobb. Eddie Cobb went with us back in 2019. And uh, he put it in their ear that they needed to go on the next one. Yeah, I take care of my brother Eddie. And he told me, you're going to Trinidad. I said, no, I'm not. You know, I am not going on a plane I said, my daughter was going to get married in Hawaii. And I said, goodbye. I'm not going. But pastor kept telling me, you're going? And I said, I don't have a passport. So I was dragging it. Then they said, San Francisco. I went to San Francisco and I said, I hope they tell me no. I hope they tell me no. But I got in line and Ramona went with me and she says, it's going to be okay. You're going to get it. I said, no, no. They said that you've got to come back the next day, and I'm not going to be back next day. I live in Sacramento. This is San Francisco. But anyways, I go into the line. Sure enough, they said, come back at 3 o'clock to get your passport. I said, oh, my God. I am going to Trinidad. <laughs> so I let Pastor know, and he said, yes. And I said, okay. My daughter, Laura, is not going. Ruby's going. So please, Jesus, help me because I don't know if I'm going to survive in there. But thank God, as soon as we got to the plane, I was shaking. I was saying, I was praying. I said, God, please. My daughter was not in the, in the same seat I am, but Mama T was and Ramona. So they helped me through that whole trip. I said, okay, Jesus, I'm yours. You tell me what I have to do. So once we get to Trinidad, I got, I got delivered too. And <coughs> the people there are so wonderful. And I thank God and I thank the pastors because I came through prayer class before we left and I didn't know how to pray. So I said, I don't know how to pray. How am I going to do it? But 
the prayer language just came out of me and I got to pray for kids that were crying and I didn't even know why they were crying. And I, they just hugged you. They're in, you know, they're waiting for you to be there. So if I'm like pastor said, I'm 71 years old, never been on a plane. You guys go over there because you are not going to regret it. It's a wonderful experience just to see the love and the little kids that need your love just to be hugged. Hello, I'm her other part, you know, first child. And I just wanted to say that, you know, but I do want to say that the devil is out there and the devil will convince you that you shouldn't go. Um, I forgot to mention that I got pneumonia and right before the trip, that's why I wasn't here. And then the pneumonia turned into bronchitis. I don't know. They were diagnosing all kinds of things to me, giving me all kinds of antibiotics. And my mom kept saying, I knew because my mom had every excuse. Um, she was like, oh, no, you can't go. And I went to emergency the day before we left, um, actually that Monday. Um, and I wanted to be cleared. Because I said, if I'm cleared to go to work, I'm cleared to go to Trinidad. So nothing's going to hold me back. And I kept telling my mom, don't even use this as an excuse because you don't want to get on that plane. I am going. I'm going because I know that I was called to go. And my uncle, I didn't, primarily I didn't want to let my uncle Eddie down because I knew it was in his heart. The original plan was for him and I to go together. And then, of course, my mom stepped up since my Uncle Eddie couldn't come. And then with the support of the pastors and the support of the team, it was super fantabulously amazing. Um, and you know what I did pray about? <laughs> Over there, when we did the skits, there were stairs as well. And I kept praying, please, Lord God, please don't let me trip. Please don't let me fall. And then... <laughs> Of course, I end up falling in front of my family, but that's okay. I just didn't want to fall <laughs> overseas. So, you know, here, that's okay. But it was funny because I really did pray when I was like, Miss Leah, I have to go up those stairs. Can I just start on the stage? You know, but um, the running part is okay. It's the stair part that I have issues with. But anyhow, if you do have any question in your heart, pray on it. Um, have faith in yourself because it was my first mission and I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, whatever you have in you, uh, you know, I didn't know how to pray. I'm still learning how to pray uh, myself and to go over and pray for other people. It's, you know, you question yourself, you question your ability, but don't question. The Lord God is there for you, and just all of a sudden, you're in the spirit, and you know, and you're praying over people that need a hug, that need love in their life. You don't even know why you're praying for them. Um, the kids will tell you some of them are forthcoming, some of them are not, but just know that you're there for a reason, and if the Lord God wants you there, you'll get there. Thank you. You know, God is, God is serious about reaching people, and that's why even sometimes we feel like we're not equipped. We don't know enough. But as again, Jesus told us, pray for laborers because they're few. And when you step up, man, God fills you, and God just uses you in miraculous ways. Listen, we have one last person. Ramona, would you come? Uh, she wasn't here first service, and I want her real quick before I let you go uh, to, to share a little bit about her experience 
on the trip. This was actually her first time overseas. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Um, it's kind of, it's kept me speechless, actually. I am really, it was an honor to go. Um, you know, we have rules and it says, it's not about you. You know, and that was my, my, my mindset, because it isn't about me, it's about going out there and doing, um, letting yourself be led, of course, by our great pastors, you know, and um, being open and saying yes. And um, unfortunately, my baby's not here, she's uh, sick, Cece, but um, being able to be out there with her and the first time on the plane also, you know, and just saying yes was my thing. I lost my job right before, and I'm like, um, I'm going, you know, just as they say, say yes, right? It's going over there and doing God's word, following, you know, following directions, being open to, um, you just following directions. But, you know, I was delivered from a lot over there and healed physically. Like, um, I've been, like, really stressed out and stuff, uh, but really tight in my neck where I wasn't able to even do this. But um, that got healed. I mean, but the deliverance part of it, um, I was hesitant just because, you know, it wasn't about me. And seeing all these little kids and being able to just pray and open your eyes and, and see them crying, it's like um, God, being gui guided by God, really, because, like, I also, like, sometimes feel like I don't know how to pray right or I'm not saying the right thing, you know, but God put the right people, like, what I was praying for, everyone, all the little kids that I prayed for were pretty much what I had. What, what I grew up with, the, the bondage and the chains that, I, that held me back, you know, but going out there and having this experience and this deliverance of multiple things, of especially forgive, uh, unforgiveness, you know, um, a lot of other things, you know, and being able to just be open to say yes, you know, and um, actually feeling when you get delivered, you know, I've been emotional ever since, and it's not a bad emotion, it's just I feel the spirit. I've been feeling the spirit, like I want to yell every, I want everybody to experience and be open to what we were exposed and open to over there. You know, feeling the spirit, and then just um, knowing that I got liberated, knowing that I feel free and I'm, I'm happy, you know, and being on fire for God, not only what I experienced, but wanting more of him to be able to spread the word and being able to help people and, and let, let them know that God is good without God. Like if I wasn't to see everything that I saw this last trip, you know, I would probably still have that doubt that we naturally are like be, being human that we have. But there ain't no doubt for me to be cured physically for my ankle that I had twisted like two months ago and for me to just be walking around like nothing, be coming back and feeling the happiness and, and the peace, like it's like I'm speechless. Like I want to tell my, I want my family to come. I want my, them to experience everybody here in South Sacramento and be able to just spread the word and be led by God and being on fire the way I feel and being able to fill it with what we have to fill it, which continues being God's word, you know, and then just being open and uh, being there with my daughter and the whole team is just amazing. It really, really is like speechless the way I felt and the way I continue to feel and just continue to feel on fire for God and I'm ready for more. Amen. Come on. Let's go ahead and stand on your feet today. Listen, we hope that you would definitely pray about being a part of our future missions trips and things here. This is what loving God and lifting others is all about, from the neighborhood to the nations. And, um, you know, we'll get rid of all the excuses. Just be open. 
Just be open. We do ask this. Anybody that we take to the nations, uh, we believe you should be doing the same thing in your communities. And so we don't allow anybody to come on the trip that's not a tither or doesn't serve in the local church. And the reason being is it's kind of hypocritical to go to another country and do something over there when you don't even do it in your own city. Come on, somebody. Amen. So that's the one requirement that we have is that everything we do there, we do here as well. Well, I hope you've been encouraged by the word of God. And if you have, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast or download our free app at the App Store. And you can continue to get word every week from Elevate Life Church.